This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's fuck this shit. We're legal, we're legal we now. We can um, buy print pornography at Seven uh, Eleven, right? They sell salad there. I mean, they probably sell like I don't know. You can't buy like Hustler or is Hustler still in business? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, who like buys I mean, porn? <laughs> I don't buy porn. Hustler dot com. <laughs> Starting off strong. Uh, mm, okay, so that's. That's definitely just a porn site now. Hustler mm. Magazine? I guess, like, Esquire and stuff. I feel like, like Esquire is, like, straight journalism now. Oh. They have an Instagram. And GQ. Oh. Hmm. I'm going to get some strange sponsored content now. <laughs> Audrey's looking for uh, for MILFs in her area who want to Wow, fuck. how has Instagram not deleted? Oh, I guess they have technically they have technically censored all the nipples and also all the assholes on their pictures with like little emojis. <laughs> like a little heart yeah, over the asshole. Okay. I wish I had that like for real life. Like I wish my asshole was censored. <laughs> Hustler folks, it's still in business. So if you want to who's on the cover. Buy some. Honey Tierra Tay is her name. She was named Beaver of the Year. <laughs> that's so upsetting. Beaver of the Year? Wow, future Puck Bunny alert. Uh, that's awesome. She said her ideal date is, quote, at the gun range or anything on water. A- anything on water? Anything on water. Oh, all right, girl. I love a girl who likes water wow, sports. So I'm glad we've established that um, the journalism business is still uh, thriving, clearly. Yeah. So how are you? How's your week been? Um, Be honest. I mean, well, it as always, it's not <laughs> great. I s- slept for most of this tw- last 12 cool, hours. Cool. Did you um, have any good dreams? I had, like, a lot of stress dreams. Like, also, like, <laughs> this is really weird. Like, one of our Twitter friends was in it. Like, Lara. Oh, weird. I know. I, like, dre- I, like dreamed that, like, Lara, the active stick, was on. <laughs> like, we were just hanging out. And, like, I don't, I don't know. It's really weird. It's weird to have dreams about people that you've never met. Yeah, that's very life. true. 
Other than that, I had I had a job interview yesterday, so hopefully I get employed um, so that I can stop having such incredibly sad <laughs> updates. I, trust me, when you start working, they will still be really sad because like working nine to five is, um, I know it sounds really sexy, but it turns out it's actually not. <laughs> um, Tell me about, I have you been baking. My week's been fine. I am still um, on my gluten-free, dairy-free bullshit. I made peanut butter cookies, which I just ate three of, which is why... Um, I'm full of beans right now. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but when you're making gluten-free and dairy-free peanut butter cookies, do you know what goes into those cookies? Probably not it's a just lot. Just fucking a jar of peanut butter <laughs> and like an egg, <laughs> and that's it. Some sugar. Some yeah, sugar no, has to go in there. There's a little right? bit of white sugar, a little bit of brown sugar, just as much peanut butter as you could possibly fit in a mixing bowl and then an egg oh and some vanilla extract but there's no there's flour. no no flour is gluten so there's no flour i know there. but like there's no like no, other there's kind no of milk, flour there's idiot. no flour and then you just plop that down on a baking so you sheet. just ate like baked discs of they're peanut actually butter. pretty good i'm i was surprised what does the egg do keeps it together i think isn't that what eggs do in recipes but it's already together if it's fucking Dude, peanut you know butter what? don't ask me the egg adds protein who knows <laughs> Come on. oh my god i feel like you could you could have had the same like result if you just didn't i should have, have just egg. eaten a jar of peanut butter uh, but i don't i don't yeah, like, plain like peanut butter so this was better are you a chunky or a smooth girl i i'm neither because i don't i don't like it i don't eat it <laughs> except in like Recipe. I don't eat it. Yeah, I don't eat it unless I like am very depressed and it's like the only form of. I feel like now that I'm a adult, I would eat chunky because I have a refined palate. (laughs) Me too. Yeah, I like it better. I like I like a little bit of like chunk in my in my mouth. Anyway, (laughs) sorry. I'm functioning. You also like like doing anything on the water. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I like long walks on the beach and putting emojis on my asshole. This week in hockey. Oh, right. Yeah. Hockey podcast. Let's do that. We have to talk about the Oilers, who are continuing to have a normal one in Edmonton this week. (laughs) Uh, I know we like, we talk a lot about team and franchise specific drama on the show. And the Oilers, to me, are a very special case because, like, there's nothing fun or sexy about them. They just have, like, Connor McDavid locked in a closet and nothing else, really. He looks so sad all the time. Like Connor McDavid and I are like on the same level and he's like a like a world famous hockey star and he's just You know how him. that like 10 year challenge or like 10 year transformation has been going around online? Yeah. Did you see the one that was like <laughs> Connor McDavid now and Connor McDavid like literally 3 years ago like when he got drafted? It is the most fucking depressing <laughs> side by side. He looked like he was caught in headlights just like oh no. I hope he's keeping up a good skincare regimen because otherwise he's going to start getting wrinkles. Well, he like, he's grown out this like beard and he look he looks like he's from he's the game. He's growing all his hair. Yeah, he looks like, have you, you know the game Metal Gear Solid? Do you know like all the memes no. and stuff? Like, <laughs> I'm completely right. Well, anyway, for, the, for, the, for those of you who listen to this podcast and also know the game Metal Gear Solid, he looks like punished Connor McDavid. Like he's going to come out with like a scar and then like a eye patch on. Anyway, that was joke for, joke for other people, not for Audrey. All right, back to you. So we have to talk about the Oilers because in the past 24, well, by this time, by the time the podcast comes out, it'll be 48 hours. 
they finally fired their GM, Peter Chiarelli, on Tuesday night after uh, they lost to the Red Wings, who are bad right now. If you if you weren't up They're to the date, they the have the fewest like points in their standings in the league. So larger context of this is that right now the Oilers are like at least three points outside of getting like even a wild card spot for the playoffs. How many how many years in a row have they missed the playoffs? So they're on track right now to miss the playoffs for the twelfth time in the last thirteen seasons. So pretty tight. Oh, uh, so you're saying there's a chance they're four six zero in their last ten games, which is not oh. good and they've now lost like their last three games so bad we're, we're doing bad mm-hmm. also i this is hilarious and i honestly could not believe this when i read it this year as bad as all that sounds is their fourth best season they've had in the last 13 years that's so sad like there's no bottom it just keeps going yeah, like, you would think that, like, eventually, as a team, as a person, even, yeah. like, you would hit rock bottom. No. No, there's always you know further what? to I go. I feel like this is hitting a little bit too close to home. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's, so no how metaphors. Long, how no long metaphors. Has, <laughs> so I, I, I tweeted this out earlier today, but I have to tell you in, in person, like... Your tweets are always better in person. They are. They are much better in person. Um, so for, like, a long time, like, I haven't been in a hockey very long. But everyone always talks about Peter Chiarelli, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really know who Peter Chiarelli was. And, like, just the name looked weirdly familiar to me. And then I remembered, mm-hmm. you know, the hit book trilogy and movie. The seminal teen classic. Quadrilogy. Uh, Twilight. <laughs> and the guy who plays Edward Cohen's like, a th- adoptive father or whatever, mm-hmm. Carlisle Cohen, is named Peter Faccianelli. So yes. in my head, they were the same person. And when I found out what Peter Chiarelli really looked like, I was really disappointed. Similar energies, just very similar. <laughs> They're both vampires uh, and, and doctors. Oh my god. Yeah. So he's fired now. Yes, he's been fired. Uh, I think, what did it? Today we found out that like they fired him during like the second intermission of last night's game. Whoa! Is that normal? That's so rough. No. Normally you would... I don't know, fire him during regular business hours? Yeah, like how did... Call call somebody into their office or something, but no. How did that even go down? They just like went up to the press box and like, you gotta go. So listen, (laughs) they go up to his like private box at whatever, wherever Edmonton plays. Mm -hmm. I assume the basement of an oil derrick or something. Edmonton's a real city. Sure. I mean, like there's like buildings and stuff in it. Like it's... Oh, I I believe that. There's at least one. (laughs) Well, like, I, so in, in, in my quest to, like, understand, like, Canadian geography, I, like, Googled Edmonton the other day, as one does. Mm-hmm. It is way the fuck up there. It is so far. How far are we talking? As you know, I have, I have a very, very, very fragile grasp of Canadian It's, like, geography. in the, it's kind of in the west, but it's, like, above, okay. I almost said Albany. It's a, further Above Calgary. North. Yeah, it's, like. Oh, yeah. It's, like, three hours from Calgary north it is i mean i wouldn't want to live there <laughs> obviously, obviously <laughs> i wouldn't want to live in calgary either it is isolated so it's amazing to me that there's a real city there anyway whatever amazing uh peter chiarelli has kind of been a meme more or less among the hockey community slash especially hockey twitter i feel like since he um i think he was he was gm for at least like the last three years why has he been a meme uh, he is really famous for making really stupid trades that don't seem really stupid at the time, 
kind of make half sense, but have turned out just fucking terrible. And basically, like, the number one reason that the Oilers are so bad right now is that, like, even though they have Connor McDavid, who's literally, like, the number one hockey player hockey in the world. Hockey Yeah. He has nobody around him. Like, the, his supporting cast is, he might as well just be playing hockey by himself. That's kind of incredible that, like, he's able to, they're not, like, the last place team. I know, seriously. But Christina, because you are a newer fan, I thought it would um, amuse you a little bit if I ran down a couple of his most infamous transactions with the team that may surprise you. I, I would love I would love a BuzzFeed-style listicle <laughs> of this man. All right, let's do it. Setting the stage. It's June 2015. Think back. Ooh, I was, I was in law school. I, was, I had a boyfriend. I was much skinnier. All right. Cool, cool. Okay, so we're there. He acquires his defenseman, Griffin Reinhardt. If you don't recognize the name, it's for a reason. Okay. He gets him from the Islanders. Reinhardt plays 29 games for the Whalers. And now he's in the Vegas minor leagues. Oh, no. But the first round pick that Chiarelli traded to the Islanders for this rando guy was used to draft... Matt Barzal. Oh, no. Who, last year, not sure if you remember, was the rookie of the year. Oh, my God. Um, so there's that. Second, okay, it's July 2016. All right, I'm, I'm there. I'm back. I've just graduated college. Oh, wow. I, I don't have a job. I am freaking out. It's a bad summer. It's about to get worse in Edmonton. He signs Milan Lucic who used to play with him when Chiarelli was in Boston. Mm -hmm. He signs him to a seven-year contract with the Oilers. That's a long time. It's important to note that Milan Lucic is huge, and he's a winger. He's this huge dude. He's insanely slow. (laughs) In his past 130 games, he's scored 15 goals. Oh, no! He's a winger?! And his contract is just ghastly. He has signing bonuses galore. He has no move clause. Huh. He's like a buy. He's buyout proof. Like they can't move him until minimum 2023. Oh my god! Did he like horrible contract? Like awful, awful contract. Did he like suck Chia's dick or something? Like how did that even? If he is, he must be really fucking good at it. Okay, third. It's June 2017. Two years ago. Bad time. I mean, a year and a half ago. I was taking the bar for the first time. I, I passed two bars, by the way. I didn't fail. But I was studying for the first one. Oh, I had just broken up with somebody. I was very sad. I was also very skinny. I was so, so skinny, there's too. there's pluses and minuses. Oh, my God. That was, that was when I decided that I was just going to stop eating and start drinking a lot. Yeah, cool. That is the best diet, from what I've heard. Anyway... <laughs> Chiarelli trades Jordan Eberle from the Oilers for Ryan Strom, not Dylan. How many fucking Stroms are there? There's one on every team. There's 32 Dylan Strom. (laughs) There's 32 Strom siblings. That's fine. So he gets Ryan Strom, plays like 100 games for the Oilers. In those 100 games, he scores like 14 goals. That is no good. Not great. Then he gets traded to the Rangers this past November. He's been lighting it up for the Rangers ever since. Aww. The guy he gets traded to the Rangers for, Ryan Spooner, comes to comes to Edmonton literally like two days ago was placed on waivers. Aww. I, I love a one-for-one Ryan trade. And then the piece de resistance, 
It's June 2016. We're going back again. We're bringing it down a little bit. Uh-oh. He sends Taylor Hall. Oh, I'm so scared. Oh, no. To the Devils, <sighs> where he remains to this day. It's a star player. For Adam Larson. One for one trade. One for one? Yep. And the next year was when Taylor Hall won the Hart Trophy. <laughs> was he? Was Taylor Hall, like, not good on the Oilers? Like, why would you do this? So here's the deal. During the time when Edmonton had Taylor Hall and Connor McDavid, that was the season when Connor McDavid got his collarbone broken oh. by Brandon Manning. It was out for, like, four months. And Taylor Hall, on, like, the back end of the season beforehand, or uh, uh, the back end of that season hit like an extremely rare slump which led to him being traded yeah because he's like a hockey robot right exactly scorpio hockey robot love him so we could have had a taylor hall and a connor mcdavid on the oilers had peter chiarelli given him another chance however he traded him to the devils for this defenseman who has been useless and that's like one of the most infamous horrible trades that is so sad in the nhl yeah i feel like we should be playing adele right now this is just so that's his legacy that's how he's left edmonton he's never gonna get hired again like no i mean like absolutely not which is fine because like all gms are extremely fucking rich so like who cares i feel like i could be a fine gm like i i wouldn't fuck up that yeah bad. sure like i don't think it's that hard i mean if there's one thing that like his failing upwards has taught all of us is that literally any of us could be a hockey GM. Yeah, like how hard would it be? Just don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so anyway. So that's why he got fired. He should have been fired like probably two years ago. Talking about Edmonton, like it's really it's really shitty. You have literally like the top player in the league and a really mediocre supporting group around him. They maybe have like five decent players. That's not good. And then a whole bunch of contracts that are useless and just weighing the entire franchise down. Um, So they have a really long, like shitty road ahead of them. I don't envy anybody who gets hired as the next GM because, like, you have to clean up that mess. I mean, can Connor McDavid go anywhere else? Like, does he have to be there? I think we talked about this. Why would you sign a big contract or the the week before with them? It's a shit shit ton of money. I know. Like, they'll give him they'll give him anything he wants because he's incredible. Yeah, but he's also the captain. I just like I don't know. I mean, a lot of my sports exposure has been with the NBA and like Mm -hmm. people, you know, like the way the contracts are structured in the NBA is different from the NHL, but people like chase rings a lot. And I guess that's not a thing in the NHL because like, why the fuck would you stay with the Oilers? Yeah, I don't think it is. It's a, there's a lot less money involved, obviously. Because no one cares about our sport. And I feel like, especially with Canadian franchises, Mm -hmm. Is especially if you grow up Canadian, like Connor McDavid did, mm-hmm. and then you're you're playing for this franchise, there's a level of expectation and loyalty that I think you can't really discount when you talk about this kind of thing. That's so stupid. I hate yeah, that. Yeah, I know. It is really stupid. I hate that. But here we are. That's the situation in Edmonton. Um, when everybody um, says a little prayer before they go to bed tonight, think of Connor. I will not. I will forget too. Yeah, I don't pray. <laughs> I also don't pray and I don't believe in God. So. 
Um, should we talk about the the special treat we gave ourselves last night, which turned into a it was a trick, a nightmare. <laughs> it was actually a trick. Yeah, Audrey and I have stopped asking uh, people to pick which games we watch because you guys are picking bad games, <laughs> and we also have given up on our goal to watch a game from every team this year because wow, like a lot of the NHL is extremely bad. Last night, we decided to give ourselves a little little treat, a little calorie-free, dairy-free, gluten-free yeah. treats, and watch the Sharks take on the Washington Capitals. How'd that turn out for us, Christina? It turned out pretty fucking bad. It was, I will say this, it was an entertaining game to watch. I would call it a thriller if I was a TV announcer. The thriller in Capital One. It's amazing what having no defense can do. Neither team. None. I thought we were going to score a thousand goals. In the first period, I think both teams had scored two goals. Yeah, I think by the end of the first period, it was tied 2-2. There were how many hat tricks in this game, Audrey? There were two separate hat tricks. Um, one on each each team. Alex Ovechkin and Thomas Hurdle both managed to score uh, hat tricks last night. You love to see it. You love to see that lack of defense. So you can't do math. That's six separate goals, and that wasn't even the final score. It was, not. It was just a masterclass, and like what happens if you just. Don't. If you just dick around on the ice. So to me. That's really what it is. It means that they were listening to the last episode of Puck Bunnies where I said mm. that instead of having a goalie or defense, you should just have six forwards. You should play basketball. You should play basketball on the ice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the Sharks did. And they won. So everything worked out for them. Yeah. Uh, which is just great. So happy. Audrey and I were all them. ready to go to bed at the normal time of 8 p.m. Yeah. And then with like like literally less than a second. It was left. yeah. It was like with the little numbers. There was no big numbers. It was just past numbers, past the period, decimals. I believe they call them. <laughs> From what I've heard. Yeah, and then I think who 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 scored it? It was Evander Kane, our best friend, Evander Kane. And it then was six six, and we went to overtime. Went into uh, overtime and scored very quickly there. Because, you know, when you when you get a chance to put Wilson on the three-on-three overtime, you got to take it. <laughs> I feel fine. This is the longest losing streak the Caps have had since, I believe, 2015. So it was sort of an interesting game because the Sharks were also on a pretty big losing streak. I think they had lost their last four or five. And they had just, they lost like a couple nights ago to the fucking Panthers, who are good now, I guess. Whatever. So both teams had a lot to gain from this game. And like, so just to put it in terms, or just put it in perspective, the Sharks are contenders for the Cup this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, They made a lot of big trades in the offseason. They have everyone's favorite Swedish guy, Eric Carlson, who is out. But weirdly enough, is going to play in the All-Star game. So the deal with Eric Carlson is that, like, he sustained, like, some sort of lower body injury and they were keeping him out, like, mostly as a precaution mm-hmm. because they wanted him to be able to go to the All-Star game because, like, San Jose's hosting it. Yeah. So they were like, maybe don't play for just a <laughs> couple games. Just take a night off mm-hmm. and then you'll be, like, rested and ready for All-Star weekend. How much do you know about the San Jose Sharks, Audrey? Like, not more than I need to. You know that I hate them. I, I know that you you really have a personal grudge against them, which is fine. Like, everybody's allowed at least one. Because I hate them California so is a mystery to me. Because they all play after, like, 
10 p.m. It's just like whatever is going on over there. I cannot stay up that late. But I don't really watch a lot of Sharks games, but because I hate them so much, I like know a lot about them. <laughs> know thy enemy. Yeah, I, I really, really know that enemy. So they're probably their splashiest player is a guy named Evander Kane. I I got a lot of problems with him. Like, I mean, like, I have, like, an unjustified hatred of the San Jose Sharks, but I have a very justified hatred of Evander Kane. Absolutely. Like, no one should be named Kane, I guess, because it means that you're... Yeah. It's like a cursed uh, surname. So the Sharks acquired him, I think, last season, right before the playoffs, from the Buffalo Sabres. Gave him a shit ton of money. So he played with the Sabres for a couple seasons. He also had a little bit of a domestic incident where he was hmm. arrested for strangling a couple women not just one three <laughs> three women in a buffalo yep. nightclub first of all i would love to see a buffalo nightclub what the fuck do they only play florida georgia line i it's probably really cheap let's go to buffalo whatever no okay. anyway so he, he he's just this like really hot tempered guy he's a huge fucking idiot um so he he got traded to the sharks he played pretty well for them during the, their playoff run their pretty deep playoff mm-hmm. run and then the Sharks, for some reason, I don't know why they did this. They gave him a seven-year deal for, like, a lot of money. It was, like, one of the biggest deals of the offseason. I yeah. don't know why. I have no idea why. I love to give a domestic abuser like just so much, so much goddamn money. I think it's, like, $7 million a year or something like that. It's an insane amount of money. Because he's, he scored 50 goals last season, which is a lot of goals. Ugh, I guess that's good. But, like, this is a seven-year deal, and they're, like, banking on him being a 50-goal scorer for, like, the next seven years. Like he's, Seven he's, years is just an absurd amount of time for literally any contract, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, and it's, like, a relic from, like, old NHL mm-hmm. days where you would get, like, a 10-year... And you would never leave. You would play for one team your entire career. Yeah. So, uh, he has not been up to much good. I mean, he's been, he's been, he's been good for San Jose, like a good player. Like when he's on, he's on, but he has had some more legal trouble. Wow. I'm shocked. Oh my God. A repeat offender. What? In this economy? A couple months ago, like back in November, uh, TMZ first reported that Mr. Mr. Kane, uh, is being sued for breach of contract by a woman who said that he had agreed to pay her $3 million to abort their baby. She's already had two, abor- two, abortions. two abortions from him. Maybe get an IUD, but also what the fuck? Yeah. It, she's not named Jane Doe, and she is now suing Evander Kane for saying that he would give her $3 million to have that abortion. That's a really expensive abortion. And I think he then came out and said that she has no legal grounds to sue mm-hmm. unless she reveals her name. Unless she comes out publicly. Yeah, because because him. what he's saying is, is like, well, it's not a crime for me to say that I was going to pay you $3 million and then not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, I mean, doesn't really have a point there. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So he's just like a really messy dude. And like this lawsuit is going to go on for a while because like, I, I don't know how much. She, I don't. I haven't looked at the legal document. Should documents. not be famous. And yet like he's all over NHL promotional material. Oh, yeah. And by the way, his contract was for $49 million. So it's like, just pay her the money, man. But um, yeah. He is, like, sort of one of their, like, the Sharks marquee players. He's on all of their... Because he's a handsome man. They try to make, like, a diversity initiative with him. Yeah. Which, and he's, like, one of the few black players in the NHL. And it also, like, this stuff, it sucks. 
because then you right. then you have all of these you have a racial element to yes. it too which is really awful because like you know that bringing like Patrick Kane into this and like Austin Watson and mm-hmm. like all this other shit you know that there's probably at least one guy in every franchise who has beat their partner yes statistically speaking that's just facts mm-hmm. and the fact that when these stories break and when you have one guy in particular who like these things keep coming out about and he's like one of the few players of color mm-hmm. it makes everybody look really bad right because like i don't know how else to say it like the nhl's fan base is mostly white mm-hmm. skews conservative and they see stuff like this and they just take it and run with it they like it because it fits yeah. the stereotype they have in their head so it's just really disappointing to see his bad behavior get rewarded and to see him be like vaunted in a franchise like while he's like beating women and also like i i assume that like telling this woman that he was gonna pay her three million dollars to abort their baby after he's after they've already had two abortions is just the tip of the iceberg with that relationship because that sounds right. fucked up so the sharks suck and evander kane sucks really bad even though the name evander kane is really cool do you want to take some calls uh, let's do it Hey, bunnies. First-time caller, long-time listener. I was just wondering, um, which goalie in the NHL do you think has the sickest mask, like, paint job? Uh, love to hear your thoughts. Thanks so much. Bye. Okay, so this is a really interesting question because, like, I didn't know that there's this whole community online of people who, like, obsess over hockey masks. Yeah, like Did airbrush you know? artists. Yeah, I didn't. I, I thought... mean, like, kind of, because, like, they'll pop up on my Instagram. That's so... Lame. I did some research and I found some was he asking the scariest ones? No, like which ones that we like we like. <laughs> so I picked Do you know the ones what that sick means. <laughs> I picked the ones that I hated the most. Oh my god. Okay, well which ones did you hate the most? Okay, so the one that really jumped out to me was Jake Allen's on the blues. Is that the snake one? Oh my god. Jake I, the snake? I hate it so much, Audrey. I hate Why it. Why do you hate it? It's so gross. It's so realistic. Do you not like snakes? I don't, well, I don't have a problem with snakes. I have a problem with, like, a helmet that's, like, painted with scales. <laughs> okay, fair. So Jake, Jake the snake is the, is the goalie for the St. Louis Blues, and I guess he's known as Jake the snake because he's very slippery, and his goalie mask is painted like a snake with a with a blues it's note a on it, it's head. Yeah. awful. And then the other one that I really hated because I misunderstood the question is Keith Kincaid's on the Devils, which is the pixel one. It's like the video game pixelated devil guy. It looks really stupid. I you, you can't tell what it is from looking at it. Like you need to have it explained to you. It's too pixelated. Yeah, it's it's like just a brown mound. But also the 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 hockey helmet that I liked the best. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Was McKenna's on when he was with the Flyers. Oh, Mike McKenna with a yeah. very short time because he like he moves around all the time. So if he just like taped it like matte black. It looked sick. Did I send this to you this week that they airbrushed a little gritty on there for him? Yeah, yeah, because he's still a with them. Maybe gritty. Yeah. Who? What? What are your favorite masks? I picked a top three. Freddie Anderson's mask. I really like. Because it has Lego Batman on it. Where, what team does he play for? Uh, he plays for the Make Beliefs. It has Lego Batman on it and like the Toronto skyline and like all that, but whatever. But apparently he like always puts Lego figures on his. Oh yeah, okay. Helmet this is, this because is he's he's Danish and it's like 
like it was a Danish company, and for some reason he's just like really into that. I just thought that was cute. It is cute. I also really like Connor Hallibuck's helmet, which is it's pretty standard in terms of you know it's got like Winnipeg stuff on it, and then it has like all these fish. <laughs> it's so cool on the top. But then it has Dustin Bufflin on the side, big buff. Why did he do that? Ice fishing. And he said it's because Dustin Bufflin taught him how to ice fish and he like got really into it. And so then when he was like getting a new helmet for the season, he wanted like something with like fish on it, whatever, because he'd gotten really into ice fishing. so cute. And the artist was like, do you want you on the side like ice fishing? He was like, no, I want big buff because like he's like Tommy had to do it. I, I have a weird, I like weirdly like the Jets. I think they're a fun little team. Like, the I, Jets are very like. They're cute. What the hell's going on up there? We love it. I think, but not sure what's going on up there. My number one favorite is Robin Letters. Yes. We stand. We stand. This is a Robin Letter appreciation podcast. His helmet is sick, first of all. It's like all grayscale and it has the Islanders, like, I don't know, what is he, a fisherman or some guy in the Islander. So he's an Islander. He looks, um, like, a, he looks like a Morton Salt guy. Yeah, the Morton Salt guy is on the side. <laughs> and that it has like this very scary skull warrior type thing on the top. And in he has like prison bars on like in his head. It's intense. And so it, he said he had this designed to like symbolize his bipolar disorder and struggle with addiction and substance abuse it's so cool it's very cool and he's great we love him that's a good question i'd like i i'm glad that it was asked because i never really looked at like hockey masks like that and i i like that they're showing off their creative side one of my least favorite in the league since you picked your least favorite (laughs) is jacob markstrom's and it's not even his primary mask it's his secondary mask because it has hyper realistic ears painted on it (laughs) like it has human ears painted on it i fucking hate that so much it freaks me out so much i can't stand it Mm -mm. um we also got a really good text this week hi puck bunnies this is juan if you had to build a boy band out of nhlers who would you pick and what role would they play well, I feel like, I mean, we do know that the Leafs already have a, like some sort of garage band going or whatever the hell. I don't need to know that Austin Matthews yeah, plays music. Exactly. I, I don't, I don't like, need to we know don't that. Need to go, we don't need to go any, into any further detail about it. But, well, I mean, like, obviously Mitch Marner is in this. Oh, he's, yeah. Obviously he's, Mitch Marner is in this. It's like just, it's just the Maple Leafs again. Like, they just. Yeah, yeah. it's literally just the Maple Leafs. Like, Patrick Marlowe is like the old one. He's just the, in there yeah, for some you're reason. like, is he okay? Yeah. Let's see who oh, else. Berkey. Yeah, Berkey's in there. Oh, he's, he's, like, he, he's the thought. Who's the bad one? Johnny Gaudreau is in there for sure. He's so squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. Who's the bad guy, though? Who's, who's the bad boy? It might have to be Austin Matthews. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jeff Skinner's in the boy band. Come on. Jeff Skinner's obviously in the boy band. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's like the um, Justin Timberlake. Oh, Miles Wood. Oh, my God. <laughs> Duh. Wow. He's the hard drinking one who we like who like idiots. gets a bunch of misdemeanors. Okay, we got Miles Wood. We got Johnny Gaudreau. We got Mitch Jeff Marner. Skinner. Mitch Marner. Oh, and Andre. Wow. I like want this to happen now. They probably can't sing and they would just do like No, they've got no skills. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be a pretty good like first and second line of a hockey team. <laughs> but 
Oh, very good question. Yeah. I like that we're getting all these hypotheticals this week. Uh, yeah, I'd like to do hypotheticals. Please ask us more. I've, like, laughed for the first time all day, so. Hey, bunnies, it's Catherine. What I'm wondering this week is, uh, in a hypothetical mascot free-for-all, who would be the ultimate winner and who would be the first loser? Uh, I don't have any uh, particularly strong feelings on a winner, although I think Rally Al would do a good job. I mean, he's got eight arms to punch with. But uh, I definitely think all the other mascots would team up on Tommy Hawk uh, to destroy him for being so racist uh, right away. I mean, Gritty would be going after him first thing for sure. So uh, I'd just like to hear your thoughts on that. Thanks. Bye. Well, I feel like this is, like, it's almost a trick question, you know, because, like, Gritty would just knife every other mascot. I think that's true. I think there are a couple contenders. My first thing is that Yuppie, the um, Habs. Oh, he's scary. I don't like The him. Canadians. Yeah. He is DOA. Like, he's the first to go. I am so sorry. But he is fucking gone. Like, yeah. 0.5 seconds, the cannon blast from the Hunger Games is going off. Okay, like, I put Tommy Hawk in, in the same level of Gritty just because we saw him actually beat up a man this yeah, year. Yeah, we saw him beat the shit out of a dude this year. Tommy Hawk, if you listen to this podcast and you live in Chicago, would you like to go on a date with me? Also gone within, like, the first two minutes, I think, is, like, Carlton the bear. Oh, yeah. Any of the bear mascots, the ones that, like, purposefully look like stuffed animals, like, you're done. What is what You're is canceled. Pittsburgh? Is Pittsburgh a penguin? The penguin. They're done. Yeah. They're so cute. I think Gritty is definitely, like, there's no competing with that. But also then, I think Edmonton's mascot is Hunter, who is a wildcat? Bobcat? Some sort of His name feline. is Hunter? Yeah. He has, for some inexplicable reason, they gave this mascot, like, six-pack abs. Like, he's <laughs> jacked. He's <laughs> just... The furry? A furry? Jacked furry no i'm serious like wait I have, to, I have to look this up i didn't do any research on this one because i think him and any other mascot that for some reason is just incredibly muscular for some weird psychosexual reason is probably going to make it to the end i'm googling hunter oilers why does it have abs <laughs> i i couldn't like, it's awful there's some pictures where he's like holding i think slapshot his... slapshot also has abs Oh, this is so horrible. Because it's like a, it's like a very realistic like lynx head. I and know. Then, like it has. And like, then a, from like the neck body. down, it's like a human body. <laughs> this is horrible. We got one more text this week, and it was a nice little story from somebody who said, "I do as little speaking to people at my job as possible." Relatable. Personal, relatable. When I saw the episode title for The Fault in Our Stars, I said, God damn it, out loud, with enough volume that I had to have a conversation with a coworker about what I was listening to. They didn't get it. Great show. Thanks for the uh, little viral marketing there. You know, if I had a dollar for every time a person said they didn't get us. <laughs> We'd have as many as uh, $100. We would have maybe $100. I actually came up with that uh, title before we even recorded and i like yeah. told audrey about it and she just sent me like a very long groaning message so of support uh, yeah the uh, division of labor on this podcast is audrey does everything and i post and name the episodes is there anything else that you need to share with our our family our family 
Yeah, our family of I listeners. probably talk to you more than I talk to my family. I definitely do. I can't believe I ate all that fucking peanut butter. You know what we're going to do right now? What? We're going to log off and we're, we're going to watch two desperate, tired teams. The Toronto Maple Leafs and the Washington Capitals, who are both just on some bullshit losing streaks. We're going to watch them play each other and somehow one of them is going to win. I hope they tie. I would love that. Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of Puck Bunnies. I don't care if Audrey has anything else to say. Thank you. I don't. I have I have nothing else to say. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes and also subscribe to us on iTunes and also um, to send us love notes uh, to yeah. our phone number. Or you can DM to us on Twitter, too. Uh, yeah, that's Thank true. you for listening. We love doing this. Christina really sounds like she loves doing this. Wow. I sound... Yeah. I've... I love doing this. <laughs> G- goodbye, Audrey. <laughs> Bye. See you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. And See you guys next stop. week. And stop. Guys next week.